Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for March the 30th of 2020. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report, a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest stories from around the industry and pack them all up in one tight, neat little box five days a week, Monday through Friday, right here on YouTube and podcast services around the world. So if you enjoy the show, you like what you see, be sure to hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. But today we have plenty of news to dive into. We're talking about a big Mario anniversary celebrating the 35th year of the plumber being Nintendo's frontman. They've got a lot of plans coming out of Nintendo. Then we're talking about Modern Warfare 2's campaign remaster because apparently it's coming out tomorrow. Never would have thought that one. Then Riot's competitive hero shooter Valorant is getting a closed beta. We're talking about Borderlands on the Nintendo Switch. There is tons to dive into on today's program. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. First off, Nintendo has big plans for Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary. Multiple sources have told VGC that the platform holder is planning to hold an event to coincide with this year's anniversary, which marks 35 years since the start of the mainline Super Mario series in 1985. As part of its anniversary celebrations, Nintendo will reveal plans to re-release most of Super Mario's 35-year back catalog this year, remastered for Nintendo Switch, VGC was told. As VGC's network partner Eurogamer reported in a follow-up to our story, they say, these remasters will include 1997's Super Mario 64, 2002's Super Mario Sunshine, and 2007's Super Mario Galaxy. Nintendo will also release several other Mario titles in 2020, including a new installment in the Paper Mario series and a deluxe version of 2013's Super Mario 3D World. The plans are set to be revealed alongside new details of Nintendo's partnership with Universal and the pair's Super Nintendo World theme park attractions and animated Super Mario movie. Nintendo has already unveiled one flagship licensing deal planned to commemorate the anniversary, a special interactive LEGO Mario set which sees players collecting coins and defeating enemies in real-life levels. The Super Mario 35th anniversary reveal was originally due to take place as a physical event at E3 in June, according to sources from VGC, but Nintendo is now reviewing its plans in light of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Of course, E3 2020 has been canceled due to the virus outbreak, and Nintendo could instead opt for a digital showcase. Approached on comment on this story, or approached for comment on the story rather, Nintendo said it does not comment on rumor and speculation. Nintendo last celebrated a milestone Mario anniversary with the series' 30th anniversary in 2015, which was celebrated with 8-bit Mario Amiibos. On top of that, Super Mario was licensed for products from Hot Wheels, Machino, Trump Cards, and more. So, that's pretty much where the story stands right now, and I think this is a phenomenal idea, and this is something the players have been asking for for a number of years now. Uh, the Switch is, by and large, one of the most successful consoles that has ever been released. It truly is a marvel, uh, and I always like to remind people, think back five or ten years when Nintendo was at its height, in a way, with the Wii. I suppose at this point it's been more than ten years, but the point still stands. Think about whenever they were at their height. Uh, of the Wii era, where they were just selling hand over fist, nobody could find one, the Wii was doing wonders. And on top of that, you see the fall from grace. You see them go all the way down to the bottom with the Wii U when people were talking about the fact that Nintendo should just license their IP and abandon hardware altogether. Now they have risen from the ashes, like the Phoenix. That's a little bit more dramatic than I would have originally hoped. Uh, but the Nintendo Switch is doing 
very, very well. People are big fans of it. And these Mario games that are just sitting out there abandoned on platforms like the Wii and the Wii U are ready and waiting to be remastered and brought up to a brand new generation of gamers. Uh, personally, as I said on Twitter, I might have to get a Nintendo Switch, if anything, a Nintendo Switch Lite, just to play Super Mario Sunshine and to re-experience Super Mario Galaxy, because those are some phenomenal games. I spent hours upon hours upon hours in Super Mario Galaxy whenever I was a kid playing on my Wii, and I would love to go back and re-experience that remastered for a brand new piece of hardware. But of course, 35 years, a very big celebration, and Nintendo has done wonders with the Italian plumber and his brother and whatever Wario and Waluigi are, God cousins, I have no idea. Maybe they're, maybe they're conjoined twins that were separated after birth and they kind of just became something. Uh, but regardless, Nintendo has some big plans for 2020, so stay tuned and I would expect some kind of news, maybe a Nintendo Direct around June. But tomorrow could be a very big day for Modern Warfare fans because Modern Warfare 2's campaign remastered has been leaked on the PlayStation Store. We have the release date, trailer, and more. The PlayStation Germany store appears to have leaked the first official information on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered this morning, as first reported by COD Tracker. The store listing says March 31st for the release date. The store has briefly listed the campaign remastered for a few hours, and the listing is still up for now. The PlayStation Germany store has a trailer and a selection of in-game images of the campaign remastered online. Bundle for Modern Warfare and Warzone The leaked trailer showcases the campaign gameplay from Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered alongside the end revealing the Underwater Ghost Team Bundle that includes the OG Ghost skin for Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Call of Duty Warzone, of course the new popular Battle Royale. The legal language on the trailer says contains the campaign mode from the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 only. Multiplayer and cooperative modes are not included. PlayStation Store listing info is as follows. Of course, you have the screenshots of the campaign remastered. I must admit, they are looking pretty solid. Uh, they look very good. Uh, there's the White House, of course, from the famous White House mission that I remember playing uh, and absolutely falling in love with whenever I was really into Modern Warfare 2 back in the day. Uh, and of course, here is the description of the game as translated from Germany's PlayStation Store. Contains the classic ghost bundle with the underwater blasting team for use in Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Warzone, but miss out on the striking ghost outfit. What are we talking about? Is this an advertisement? I don't know. Oh, wow. That's it. All right. So they've got a whole bunch of ads for what you get within Modern Warfare, and then you get down to it. Relive the epic campaign of the 2009 blockbusters Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, remastered for a new generation in HD. The Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign has been completely remastered with improved textures, animations, physical rendering, HDR lighting, and more. And the release date per the PlayStation Store is March the 31st. So first off, I want everybody to take a step back and realize what Activision is doing here. Personally, I don't think this was going to be released until later on this year. I think that this is somewhat of an emergency, uh, what do you call it in the world of football? They're calling an audible. So right now, everybody is quarantined to their homes. Social distancing is at its height. In fact, we aren't even at the height of this pandemic that's going on in the world right now. The usage of video games is sky high. The statistics for people streaming are through the roof. The statistics for content that is being taken in are through the roof. 
This is the ideal time to release a nugget of nostalgia in the form of Modern Warfare 2's campaign remastered, and I think that it's going to do better than it ever could have done if it had come out in July or August, especially if people are getting rambunctious, all cooped up inside. They might spend the entirety of July and August out and about going to concerts and enjoying people's company and seeing family. God, it's disgusting. Uh, but this is probably the ideal time to release this. Now, I also saw a comment on Twitter, why not release the multiplayer and the co-op as well? Why not do a full fleshed out remaster? And I think that right now they're satisfied with where Modern Warfare is as a game. Of course, that being 2019 Modern Warfare, uh, because you see the release of classic maps like Vacant, I believe is one that's coming out soon. Uh, I believe Backlot is also going to be coming out with the season three update. You have Rust, uh, you have various other uh, Crash is also included in Modern Warfare uh, 2019. So you have a variety of these classic maps from Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare 2. And I think that right now they're probably leaning more towards releasing these maps as part of Modern Warfare, the game that is more popular right now than Modern Warfare 2 uh, remastered ever would be. More people are going to be on board with the brand new stuff. Uh, Right now, I'm definitely going to be getting this. I think this is a phenomenal deal. I saw the price fluctuating around between 25 and 30 bucks. So that's what you can kind of expect here. Of course, it is fully fleshed out with trophies and achievements, depending on if you want to play on the PlayStation Store or Xbox Live. But uh, one thing I do want to point out here is that HDR, I wasn't a believer in HDR. Now, a couple of months back, I was talking about the fact that I had not gotten a 4K monitor or a 4K TV. I've never experienced HDR, and I don't see the reason to until the next generation. Then I was like, hey, got my tax return. Might as well invest. I can go ahead and get something now and then offset the cost of buying new consoles this year whenever the new things launch. So I went and got a 4K TV with HDR. Really good deal. Got it for like a few hundred bucks. Fantastic. Not a shitty TV, just a middle of the road one. Not a top like $3,000 TV either. It's a TCL, I believe. Oh my God. 4K HDR, that's mind blowing. I'm playing Doom Eternal and it's like I went to hell. Don't, don't tell my mom that. Uh, but really impressive stuff here. And so I think this is going to do wonders to really bring Modern Warfare 2's campaign up to a new generation. And this level specifically with the White House raid, I cannot wait to get on board with that. But speaking of stuff that many people can't wait to get on board with, Riot's competitive hero shooter Valorant is entering closed beta next week. You will need to watch other people play the game on Twitch to get an invite. If you have been patiently waiting for a chance to play Riot's new competitive first-person shooter, you won't have to wait much longer to see what the League of Legends studio has been working on in secret all these years. The Valorant closed beta starts on April 7th in the US, Canada, Europe, Turkey, and Russia, with expanded availability to come in the months leading up to the game's official launch sometime this summer. To enter the closed beta, you will need to sign up for a Riot account, link it to Twitch, and then watch people stream the game for a chance to get an invite. At the moment, the game is PC exclusive, but with a modest requirement across the board, don't let that discourage you from trying to get into the closed beta if you are interested. To play Valorant at 30 FPS, Riot says you will want a computer with at least an Intel Core 2 Duo E8400 processor and an, HG, excuse me, an integrated HD 3000 graphics card. Basically, almost any PC made in the last decade or so should be able to run the game. Playing the game at 60 and 144 frames per second won't require cutting-edge hardware either. 
At the top end, right, it says a computer with an Intel Core i5-4460 processor, GeForce GTX 1050 Ti GPU, and four gigabytes of RAM will do the trick. That said, even something like a seven-year-old GeForce GT730 will get you to 60 frames per second. The closed beta should be a grand opportunity for people to see what Valorant is all about and whether it stands out in a crowded field that includes behemoths like Counter-Strike Global Offensive and Rainbow Six Siege. I would say that Rainbow Six Siege and Counter-Strike are very different. They might cater to the esports crowd, but I think that right now the real competition here is going to be between Valorant and CSGO. Uh, now, I always like the chance to point out people when I can, and if you are wanting content to watch on this subject, uh, by all means, tune into Ethan Bernard. I will link his stuff down below, uh, but he is a friend of mine. We played Call of Duty together. We've been talking for a couple of years. We DM. I slide in those DMs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but he got invited out to test out Valorant over the weekend, and he was playing with some pretty big name Twitch streamers, and he is going to be making a lot of content focusing on this game over the course of the next few months. So tune in to him. He's got a lot of stuff coming, more than I would ever be able to pump out. But all of that being said, I think this game is going to be the next CSGO. Now, that's something that's very hard to predict, and it's something a lot of people will shoot down uh, because, of course, CSGO has a very dedicated audience. And I want to make it clear, I'm not saying that Valorant is going to kill CSGO. That is not what I'm saying at all. But I think that right now there is space in the space for another competitive FPS that is kind of Twitch-based. But on top of that, Valorant adds an additional level of skill to the game. You do have hero-based strategies that includes various special abilities and power-ups uh, that change the game in a lot of ways. And I think that right now this game has been in development for so long that Riot really could be onto something with this. And I think that we are going to see a giant blow up. This is going to be the game of the summer, especially in the streaming space. Uh, so tune in to Ethan Bernard, or of course you can find a ton of people streaming this one on Twitch over the course of the next week. And on top of that, over the course of of the next few months, probably even years. But man, this game looks really interesting. However, Borderlands is aiming for 1080p and 30 FPS on Nintendo Switch. It's got motion controls too. A few more details about Borderlands Legendary Collection have come out since last week's Nintendo Direct Mini announcement. Most notably, we have a resolution and frame rate target. As spotted by Reddit, developer Turn Me Up Games posted a description on its corporate site for Borderlands 1 and 2 on Switch, indicating full 1080p at 30fps with no downgrading of art assets. The studio says it worked tirelessly with 2K and Gearbox, and along with all the trimmings of the Game of the Year releases, the Switch versions have newly developed motion controls. Borderlands, the pre-sequel, the other game in the Legendary Collection, was not mentioned, but that shouldn't be cause for concern. Turn Me Up just spoke about its role in the multi-studio collaboration. I was anxiously wondering, the author says, about the broad stroke performance of Borderlands on Switch, so that's nice to know. Based on the trailer footage, I was expecting 30fps, and as for my other big question, the Borderlands Legendary Collection on Switch has two-player split-screen and four-player online co-op. Fans have also been asking about the Commander Lilith DLC. Unlike the other add-ons, it will not be included here. If you are still up for another excursion on Pandora, May 29th is the date to remember. I think I am, just probably not on launch day, the author says at Destructoid. So, uh, cool. I think that this is something uh, that I personally 
would be expecting when it comes to the Nintendo Switch version of Borderlands. Uh, now, the big question here is, would it be possible to offer players an option? For instance, if you are playing a game on the Xbox Series X or the PlayStation 4 Pro, often you'll get the opportunity to choose 4K 30fps or 1080p 60fps. And in many cases, I would rather have 1080p at 60fps than 4K at 30. Uh, of course, that's assuming that 4K 60 is not an option. When it comes to the Nintendo Switch, obviously 4K totally out the window. If you're playing in handheld mode, that screen isn't even in 1080p. Uh, so with those two things to the side, let's assume that you are docked. I would love to be able to choose between 1080p 30fps and 720p 60fps. Alternatively, it would be cool to have 1080p 30fps when docked and 720p 60fps when in handheld mode. That would be sick. That would be a game changer. Is it possible? I don't really know that the downgrade in resolution is going to be enough to overcome the graphic uh, need of reaching that 60fps. But regardless, that's what you can expect for the Nintendo Switch version of Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequel. Steam is limiting game auto-updates to manage peak demand. You will have to start more updates yourself during the pandemic. Console makers are not the only ones managing game service bandwidth to keep traffic flowing during the COVID-19 outbreak. Valve is scaling back game auto-updates in Steam to spread out the load and prevent its servers from buckling under the strain. As of this week, you... Excuse me, as of this week, only games you have played in the past three days will get immediate updates. Everything else will be updated over the course of several more days. You can still manually start updates and schedule update windows, of course, but Steam won't be in a rush to keep all of your games current. Like Microsoft, Sony, and others, Valve is grappling with a surge in game service use now that the pandemic has many people staying at home. This move might irk you if you are games, or excuse me, if there are games that you play as sparse but regular intervals, say once a week strategy game sessions, but it could be helpful if it keeps downloads speedy and prevents other Steam services from buckling at peak periods. Uh, for a lot of people, this shouldn't be a problem. I think that the main thing is to stay mindful of the fact that this is the case right now, and if you want to play a game, go ahead, update it, go take a shower, walk the dog, come back, your game's ready, you're good to go. But I wanted to let you guys know. Now, before we end off today's show, I have a rant for you. Here's why the Xbox Series X controller still uses AA batteries. It's about flexibility, says Microsoft. Microsoft has explained its decision to once again use AA batteries to power the Xbox Series X controller, saying it proves flexibility for players. According to Microsoft's Jason Ronald via Eurogamer, both fan and internal feedback was split on the issue, with half preferring AA's and half preferring a rechargeable internal battery, like those found in Sony's DualShock controllers. Ronald says the decision to stick with AA's as the default power supply ultimately provides players flexibility, as they can use those or purchase a rechargeable battery pack. Those in the AA camp generally favor the option for its provided longevity in terms of both battery and controller life. Fans of internal batteries argue for its convenience, simply plug in and play with no additional cost. In speaking to Eurogamer, Microsoft also explained its decision to largely keep with the Xbox One controller design, noting players are both happy with and used to it. Though there aren't many cosmetic differences, the company highlighted a number of changes it made in service to accessibility and performance, the Series X controller, is slightly smaller to accommodate more hand sizes, a dedicated button was added to enable convenient game capturing and sharing, and bumpers and triggers now sport a matte finish for improved grip. It also features enhanced Bluetooth capabilities and a more intuitive D-pad. So, let's talk about that statement, because I've got some thoughts on that one. Uh, right off the bat, no. Okay, let me tell you right now, 
There is no benefit to using double A's. They're worse for the environment because 90% or more of the gaming audience is not going to take the proper steps to recycle batteries or do anything but throw them right into the garbage. It's not good for the environment. On top of that, you're looking me in the eye and telling me that people out there are wanting to use double A batteries, which keep in mind cost 10 or more dollars per pack as compared to plugging a USB controller into the gaming console that they have and letting it charge for, I don't know, half an hour, put it on charge overnight, maybe just get a really long USB cable and sit 10 feet from your TV while it charges for a while, then unplug it. There are so many options here. There is no possible way that this is anything more than not wanting to innovate. And you even look to the Xbox Series Elite controllers or the Elite controllers, and they have rechargeable batteries. They don't run on double A's. It blows my mind to think that this is something we are still going to be dealing with, not only in 2020, but let's say this console lasts another seven or eight years. In 2028, we are still going to be using double A's on control that just blows my mind. But anyways, wanted to rant, wanted to get that off my chest. That's my rant for the day. However, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. And if you did, drop me a like down below and let me know what you think about Nintendo's big plans for the 35th anniversary of Super Mario, Modern Warfare 2's campaign, which could be coming out tomorrow, Valorant, or more. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's big news. But until tomorrow, you guys have a good one. I'll talk to you soon and peace.